We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to episode one of Loudmouth. I am your host, Madison Hadler, (laughs) whether you want me to be or not. All right, so for this episode, I'm just going to kind of talk about something that always ends up in all of my conversations with anyone I talk about, my mom, my friends, my professors, and it's just this idea that we have to be busy all the time. And really where I kind of, you know, discovered that this was not really an issue, but just a thing that kind of controls my life is when I got hurt and I had to be on crutches and I didn't really realize how much I needed to be doing things all the time to feel like I am you know having a successful life um it killed me to literally just have to sit down when I got home from school and be idle and just rely on people to help me which is something that I'm not very good at doing And I feel like a lot of people, especially millennials in college, feel this way. You know, not only do we go to classes and we overload ourselves most of the time. We're doing up to 18 hours of school and have to do homework after that. We also have, you know, a job and an internship and millions of other things and a social life also. And we need sleep, but we don't get a whole lot of that. So um, just kind of like whenever I hurt myself. I just realized how, you know, I got into like this depressive state and I felt myself feeling helpless and like I needed to count on people to do things for me, which is something I'm not very good at doing and that we're taught really not to do. We're taught to be very independent and once we're adults, you know, we're supposed to be living our own lives and doing our own thing. Um, Many people that I know being in college are a part of three different clubs and most of the time they're the leaders of those clubs and then they have to make money to get into college and to keep stay there and just why do we feel the need to do this you know why is it the norm for everyone to be overwhelmed with stress all the time you know you go on twitter and you see a million people tweeting about how they'd rather get punched in the face than do this homework assignment um which you know seems a little excessive and then you're like you know what, yeah, I'd honestly rather somebody knock me out than finish this essay that I have to write after I do my part-time job or whatnot. Um, And it's so weird for us to feel the need like we have to be busy, but it's something that we all do. And you can't tell me that at one point you weren't like, oh, I'm sitting down doing nothing. I'm watching my favorite show on Netflix. And then your mind is going a million miles a minute. And you're like, oh, I have to do this. I have to go hang out with these friends. And you compromise your own time by yourself to go do things because you feel like you're not accomplishing something if you aren't outside of your home and not watching Netflix. You know, we all have different reasons for doing this. Some are societal reasons. Some is because we literally can't sit still, whether you have anxiety 
or just FOMO, fear missing out. You know, sometimes you just feel like you have to do something because everyone else is. And if you're not doing something, then you're losing in life. And some of it is because if we constantly involve ourselves with things to do, maybe we'll be slightly successful at one of them and find satisfaction in our future careers or our present career. Um, Either way, this constant need to be busy fills our heads with anxieties and our bodies with strain. Um, We're constantly thinking about what we can do next. When we haven't even finished one internship, we're thinking about the next one that we need to do to accomplish our goals. Um, So I started just like looking this up because, you know, I didn't really have any expertise on the area, just that I know that I do this myself. So while I was researching, I found um, two Psychology Today articles Um, And one of them, and I know I'm going to mess up this name, so I'm really sorry, but it's Raj Rajhanathan. So it's R-A-J, R-A, wow, (laughs) R-A-J, R-A-J, space, (laughs) R-A-G-H-U-N-A-T-H-A-N. Wow, that was a lot, and I don't want to mess it up and not give him credit for writing this article. So there it is. Basically what his article was saying about the need to stay busy is that we don't just stay busy to be busy. We have a reason to be busy and we put that reason on ourselves. So like I was kind of talking about earlier, um, you know, either we feel the need to stay busy for society to feel like, you know, we're participating in the in our life or Either we can't sit still, we have anxiety, we have depression. If we fill our void with all these things that we're doing, then we don't have time to think about, you know, our feelings and what we probably really do need to talk about and think about. Um, Or, you know, if we keep putting ourselves on these things, if you say, okay, I'm going to do two internships this year and then two internships next year, and then maybe I'll get the job that I want. And we get that satisfaction and that success. So we decide our own reason to be busy. But ultimately, we're not just being busy because, like, to be busy. (laughs) It's not like we're, like, seeking out, I'm going to stress myself out and fill my day with all these different things. It's that, you know, we feel the need to do this because if I don't have this internship right now, then I'm not going to... I'm not going to be successful and I'm not going to get the career that I want to get into and all that kind of stuff. So, it's not just to be busy we're doing it for this reason that we put on ourselves and then he also found and stated this is a quote and then I'll explain it um but he says first and this is the most straightforward implication they suggest that an important tool in our arsenal for being happy is to stay busy so we like to be busy for a reason that we decide and we are ultimately happier when we are busy and this is because When we decide that reason and we feel like being busy is what is getting us to that ultimate goal, either having a job or whatnot, we feel happier because each time that we're doing something, we feel like we are stepping forward and closer to our goal of, you know, what we want to do, where we want to be, where we want to end up. Or, um, you know, if you do it because I know a lot of the time I do it because I don't really want to sit and think about my feelings. I just kind of want to go, go, go and, you know, be involved in life. And I'm doing it for that reason. And it makes me, when I'm doing these things, it makes me happier because, you know, I'm putting out all those thoughts that I don't really want to think about. I'm, you know, staying busy. I'm doing something. I feel like people are going to be proud of me because, you know, I'm constantly bombarding myself with all these things. 
So while this article is, you know, somewhat I what I wanted to hear, it was also not really what I wanted. I didn't want an article to tell me, yeah, you're being busy because you're putting the reason and ultimately you're happier when you're busy. That's not really what I wanted. I kind of want to be told, like, it's okay to calm down. And another article in Psychology Today, in Psychology Today by Lisa Rankin kind of gave me that answer that I wanted. And basically, she says that it's okay not to be busy. Um, so in her article, she cites Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, I believe is how you say it. And she says, we are a culture of people who bought into the idea that if we stay busy enough, the truth of our lives won't catch up with us. So while, you know, I have many reasons for being busy, sometimes I just don't want to be lonely and I don't just want to sit there. So I'll make all these plans with people and go from one thing to another, just so I'm not thinking there, sitting there thinking alone in my thoughts. And this, you know, quote kind of summed up that whole idea is that like I don't want to sit there and think about all these things that I haven't done or that I did in the past and constantly think about you know these things that you kind of put in the back of your mind and when I'm staying busy when I'm doing things then I don't have to worry about that and so like her saying that really just kind of spoke truths and I'm sure many you know people with anxiety like me or you know depression all that kind of stuff do that same thing and even if you don't have any of those I'm sure college students a lot of other college students can relate to this you know we want to stay social because we don't want to sit there and think about how you know we don't really know what the fuck we want to do with our lives and we kind of push that off by you know going out to eat and spending money that we don't have and not thinking about the loads and loads of student debt that were uh equivalenting equivalenting is that the word What's the word? Accumulating. Amazing. Okay. Um, And so then another thing that um, this phrase that kind of popped out to me while I was reading this was dress rehearsing disaster. It's really cool. So (laughs) basically what this term means is that when we're sitting there and when we're alone and we're, you know, she uses this example and this is like really sad, but this is the only way I feel like it makes sense. Um, to explain it but you know she the author of this article Lisa Rankin was talking about how she stays busy because she doesn't want those thoughts to be pouring in and one of those thoughts she was talking about was you know how she hasn't visited her mom in a while and uh, she thinks that she talks about this stress rehearsing disaster and she kind of equivalates her not visiting her mom to her you know, not staying as close with her so that when she passes, it's not that big of a, it's still a big loss, obviously, but it's not like, you know, she had spent all this time with her and now she's just gone. So she was dress rehearsing disaster. She was staying busy so that she didn't, you know, have to go visit her mom. And then ultimately in the long run, when her mom passes away, her be even more sad because she thinks of all the time that she just spent with her and all that energy she put into that relationship. Uh, that's a very big and drastic example of it but you know we sit there and we don't want to think about all these think about all these situations that couldn't happen and we don't want to you know put time into our um into ourselves because ultimately maybe we'll discover something about ourselves that we don't want to discover right away and so we dress rehearse this disaster we avoid thinking about these thoughts that maybe we need to by staying busy and by doing all these things um and so just kind of like at the end of the article she gave 
things gave us things to think about when you know we feel like we're overloading ourselves and these are some questions that she put in there she said are my choices comforting and nourishing my spirit or are they temporary reprieves from vulnerability and difficult emotions ultimately diminishing my spirit um so if you're about to sign up for something that you feel the need to do maybe take a step back and say is this actually going to help me is it going to replenish my body is it going to be mindful for me to do this or is it just something you know to run away from things that you don't want to deal with um while that may seem very extreme you know you signing up for that extra i don't know volunteer event or whatever is it necessarily like make or break on your mental health but if you think about that thing that you have to do and then the two jobs that you also have and the homework you have to do that all equivalates and you need to think about you know is this volunteering is it going to replenish my spirit is it going to give me something that I want to get out of it and most of the time it might be yes especially with volunteering you know that's something that's very rewarding but maybe that you know extra maybe your work gives you the you know the option to go help do this job for a little bit more money and you're like, okay, yeah, I could do that. But then right after I have to go to this and I have to go to this and I have to go to this, you don't have to do everything. And I think that ties into another note of, you know, you can say no. <laughs> I know this is a very difficult thing to do. And, you know, we don't want to necessarily, what do I want to say? We don't necessarily want to deny somebody. If someone asks you to hang out with them, you don't want to reject them and say no you want to say yes and you do want to hang out with that person but you have to think about you know am I giving myself enough time do I have another priority that I need to do is school something that I need to figure out and you know and like talking with people you know they don't like to say no and it's this weird thing and I think especially with girls you know we're so scared to reject people because we're scared you know if and this is a little, you know, different story. But if you reject a man, you know, you're scared of what he might do. He might, you know, get angry for you about it or whatnot. And so we just kind of say yes to everything. And we just kind of do things to do things because we feel the need to stay busy. Um, you know, like with helping with your friends, you feel the need to reconnect with your friends. And so you go and hang out with them, even though you're a little bit tired. And maybe you have something else better that you can be doing. Um, so... A big thing that I've learned is that you don't necessarily have to say no, but you can suggest another time. Or if you really do have something to do, you know, be like, hey, maybe not tonight, but what about tomorrow? Or just saying, you know what, I can't tonight. And that's not necessarily saying no. And people are going to understand no matter what. You don't have to stay busy all the time. If it's if something's not going to replenish your spirit and it's going to make you even more stressed out than you were, or if you're doing it to kind of avoid some emotions that you don't want to deal with then maybe you just say you know what I can't tonight I need to work on myself or I need to work on schoolwork or anything like that it's okay to say no and then another question she gives you is are my choices leading leading my wholeheartedness or do they leave me feeling empty and searching so while you know we need to have jobs to make money for school um Maybe if we're taking on that second job, is it really is it really filling your heart with something that you want to do? Or when you come out of that 
job are you feeling like you're searching for something or feeling like you're just doing it to pay the bills you know and just kind of asking yourself those things or if you somebody asks you to hang out and maybe you know they're not the best person when you're already feeling down they kind of make you feel a little bit worse about yourself then maybe you just say no that one time because your ultimate mental health and your happiness if they don't leave you feeling wholehearted and afterwards you kind of feel like that you just like drained all your emotional energy on this person and you really didn't get refilled your bucket didn't get restored oh my god that was something that I learned about in literally sixth grade like filling your bucket (laughs) weird but um you know if this person isn't leaving you feeling fulfilled and feeling like you actually reconnected with that friend or they just kind of dumped a bunch of stuff on you and you don't even have like the heart to really handle it right now because you have your own anxieties you have your own things to worry about then maybe just saying no to hanging out with that one friend for one night it won't make or break your friendship they will understand and if they don't then maybe they're you know not the best friend to keep around all the time because the ultimate thing that you should be focused on is your mindfulness and you know staying busy is fine and I know I'm guilty of it I'm guilty of saying yes to everything and trying to work a million jobs at once just to feel like I'm getting somewhere or to fill my anxieties of you know not having enough money because you know I grew up with a frugal dad frugal that's the right word a frugal dad that kind of you know was very worried about money all the time and so that anxiety kind of led off to me and I feel like if I'm not working then I'm just wasting money and you know that's not true and I've really come to terms with like just because I take one night off and I sit there and I watch Netflix does not mean that my life is going to ultimately fall down this spiraling pattern you know you gotta one important advice I have if you are a person who feels the need to be busy all the time is make a time in the day make you know a half a day a week or a couple hours in the morning when you don't have anything to do the same day the same times every week and do not compromise that time and that sounds like oh, I'm sounds so inspirational but I actually got that from my therapist so it's not really me telling it's somebody else telling me to do this but I found it very helpful it's you know I have a couple hours in the morning on Tuesday and Thursday and I like I have physical therapy and then I go and I get myself something from Chick-fil-a or Einstein's bagels and then I go home and you know I watch YouTube videos which is something that kind of like replenishes my stole my stole <laughs> it replenishes my poop. <laughs> it fills my body. Fills your bucket. <laughs> I love to fill my bucket. That's literally something I learned about in like middle yeah. school, though. I think it was about like nice comments. Did you ever learn about the slippery slope? I've heard of that term. Oh, okay. It's like, well, we learned it in terms of like. You know, you start out doing one bad behavior, like saying something mean oh, to yeah. someone, and then you, you're you climbing up the hill and grabbing on to all these, like, bad behaviors, and then you get to the top, and there's, like, a mudslide, and then you just slide down and ultimately, like, crash and die because you were mean. Sounds fun. It was really fun. Oh, what was I even saying? Oh, um, you know, YouTube videos. There's, there's something that really replenished my soul, and, like, another thing that I found myself doing, you know, I grew up in... A private school atmosphere so I was kind of taught you know 
about God. And that's something that was like important to me when I was younger. But as I went to a public high school, um, I didn't get that education. So I started doubting, you know, and, um, you know, wanting to find out my own answers because being fed that you don't really get the chance to like doubt what you're being taught because these adults are telling you these things and you just listen. So I think um, like another thing that I found um, that I'm going to do with this time and that my uncompromised time to myself is really, you know, search and find out what my, you know, spirituality is. If I do have any, if I don't have any, finding out what I believe and just like doing some soul searching, which sounds, you know, so cheesy and, you know, boring to people who aren't me but it's something that's important and I spend my Tuesdays and Thursdays with uncompromised time if somebody asks me to do something before um, the time that my my me time is over with I say no because this is my time to myself to find out what I like to do to do what I like to do that I already know about you know to just spend time thinking and being with myself and replenishing my soul and if work calls me and asks me to go in, I'll say no because this is my me time. That's not actually what I'll say. They'll probably be like, sorry, boss, this is, my <laughs> sorry, this is my me time. Um, but it sounds, you know, really cheesy and stupid, but it's a very important practice to get into because us millennials feel like we have to do something all the time. And that's just really not true. You can be successful by doing you know, nothing. by doing freaking nothing, you get paid to take surveys online. Um, these freshmen the other day were looking up how to make money without actually doing anything. That's just so funny. I don't know. We are. So while, you know, it's important to stay busy and I probably will continue to, you know, overload my palate with things um, through this, you know, researching I guess you could call it my two articles that I found important uh you know I found that finding a reason to stay busy and you can you can find a reason to stay busy and be happy when you are busy but you can also sit there and realize when things that you're doing maybe aren't filling your bucket or maybe they're not replenishing your soul like it's okay to say no to those things and it's okay not to be busy um you know if you're feeling yourself staying busy so or going out and doing something that maybe you don't like that much because you kind of want to get away from something that you don't really want to think about or bring up, that's not a very good practice to get into. And it's okay to say no to those things. And it'll be hard to sit there and think about the problems that you've been trying to avoid. But ultimately, if you give yourself some time um, and you make me time and you do something that you've kind of been putting off since middle school. I mean, I've been kind of putting off researching about my faith because, you know, the pressure that you don't want to disappoint your family for whatever reason. My reason is I don't want to disappoint them if I ultimately decide, that, like, I don't really think I'm a super religious person. Or, or maybe I find, like, oh, my God, what am I saying? So I've just kind of been putting off that, um, that idea because I don't want to disappoint anyone but it's important to kind of get into those mindsets and it's going to be important for me to you know do this self-discovery and figure out what I truly believe because that's what's going to fill my heart up with joy and that's I mean really it's staying busy 
ultimately it's just not that busy that helps other people it's the busy that helps you and that you feel is good and if you start to feel yourself being overwhelmed and kind of getting a little bit slumped because you're like at the end of the day you're freaking exhausted and while most of the sometimes we think that means that you're doing something and that you're going to make it in this world other times it just means that you're keeping up with these habits that aren't helping you in the long run if you're having anxiety attacks because you have a million things to do maybe you should consider lessening the load that you have to do or do more work that is going to be fulfilling and I'm not saying that at times your fulfilling work doesn't get hard I'm not saying that you know constantly not constantly saying no thing to things is going to make you happy but just kind of recognizing that maybe that second job you took on isn't helping you and your boss is a meanie and you feel bad whenever you walk out of that job realizing that it's important to make money but your brain and your mentality is more important than that and if you're constantly feeling repressed by that one thing that you decided to sign up for then it's going to affect all of the other walks of the things that you do and it's going to take over your mind and it's ultimately just going to cloud up your mind so saying no to that one thing and dropping that one organization that maybe you feel like you had to be a part of but now it's just causing more stress than it is calmness or you know, replenishing your soul. It's okay to say no to those things. And you don't even have to say no. You can say, hey, maybe not this semester, maybe next semester. No one's going to hold you up and say, you know what you told me you do this next semester. If it's hurting your soul, people will understand. Um, And I'm not, that was kind of advicey. And I didn't really mean it to be. So you don't have to listen to me, obviously. But these are things, you know, more so that my therapist told me so if that helps you in any way it's not this 20 year old girl that's telling you to do these things with her life that she can't always do it's more of you know a licensed professional telling a 20 year old girl and you're just hearing it without paying you know the 50 dollars i pay for therapy every two weeks but yes so just you know my biggest questions that i want to take away from this is when you're about to sign up for something ask yourself are your choices comforting and nourishing your spirit or are they Are you signing up for this to, you know, get away from something that you don't want to deal with? And then asking yourself, is it leading to wholeheartedness or do they leave you feeling empty and searching? And if you want to do more reading about this, really look into Lisa Rankin. Um, She did an amazing little article about it and it made me feel, you know, like I'm not crazy for being a person that makes herself busy all the time to, you know, avoid the emotions that she doesn't want to deal with. Um, And then, you know, Just looking up into that stuff and just really doing some soul searching, which is hard for us to do sometimes because, you know, it's hard to find out things that maybe you don't want to know about yourself, you know, but it's okay and it's okay to say no and just because we're millennials and, you know, everyone, every old person tells us that we're ruining everything does not mean you have to prove yourself to them. Um, You just need to prove yourself to you and you need to set goals that you want to accomplish and make those goals something that's going to fill your heart up and make the things, the steps that you take to those goals, something that's going to replenish you and not make you feel like you just want to go home and lay in bed for hours and hours and hours. And if you do feel like that, it's okay to do that. You can take time to yourself. So yeah, um, that was my first episode. Really fun. Soon you're not going to be hearing just me talk about 
things that I care about. You're going to hear my friends talk about things that they care about. And it'll be great and fun. So, bye, friends.